Hey everyone, welcome to the Threadcast. Ryan Smith here. Hope that you're doing well. This is kind of our second recording of this one. I had a, some technical difficulties, so I'm re, redoing this podcast a little later in the week. But we are in the midst of, uh, we're still talking about tribe. Uh, well, actually, we're talking about the triangle, but uh, more specifically, the tribe this week and kind of diving a little deeper into it. Um, Miss Mary Bridges did an incredible job this past Sunday, giving us some things to think about in our gathering. Um, it's powerful for her when she talked about just identifying, you know, uh, tribes that she's in. She talked about family, but then she talked about her patchwork group. And we talked about, um, you know, what tribes we're in, but then also what makes up a tribe. And and then it stimulated, so I think, some great conversation. And uh, there's a lot that came out of that. But the thing that stuck to me is that, you know, first off, we we have to recognize the tribes that we are in, right? Um, and that a lot of times our, our tribes are family, um, of course. But then there, there's other tribes that we find ourselves in. And we talked about that, you know, there's that common denominator that brings us together. But... One of the things that was also brought up is that, you know, our, our time is so crazy that it's just sometimes it's not worth having those tribes that are so um, shallow, right? Things that they just seem like they're just kind of fluff. And it's easy for, for some tribes to stay that way. And so today I want to uh, unpack a little bit of that. Um, I want to give a, some more thought on tribe and maybe give some kind of some hodgepodge um things to think about as you're thinking about the tribes that you are in. First off, um, I want to talk about the atmosphere of tribe. Um, the atmosphere of tribe uh, has to be a healthy balance of what um, a guy named Mike Breen says of invitation and challenge. Right, the Invitation is this idea that I'm going to invite you into my life. I'm going to invite you into my world. Um, I want you to be a part of who I am, be a part of our group. You know, everyone's welcome kind of deal. Come be a part of the family. But then challenges this idea that I'm going to invite you, but I'm not going to let you stay where you are. I want to challenge you to be better, to change, to do something different. And so um, a good table group or a good tribe, a good uh, small group, however, whatever word you want to use, is going to have a very healthy balance of invitation a very healthy balance of, of, of challenge. And of course, um, who we go to in this always, as a great example, is Jesus. And um, Jesus does an incredible job um, in Matthew chapter 16. And this is where he is talking with Peter. And he um, we're going to pick up in verse 17, and we'll end up going through, I think, like verse 25. So if you want to look that up as we're talking about it, you can. But this is where uh, Jesus and Peter are having a conversation. And Jesus says to Peter, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. And so this is, you see Simon still, and this is where Jesus changes his name. He says, And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Verses 17 18. So here, in affirming Peter, Jesus is inviting him to draw closer. But Jesus takes it even further. See, okay, in this moment, Jesus gives uh, Simon the name Little Rock. Um, that word Peter there is translated, translated as Petrus, which means Little Rock. 
But at the end of the Sermon of the Mount, in the parable of the wise and the foolish builder, Jesus refers to himself as the Petra, not Petrus. Petrus is little rock, but Petra is big rock. So, Jesus is the big rock. Peter is the little rock. So, Jesus is sharing his covenant identity with Peter as a partner with God. So, the same relationship that Jesus has with his father, Peter now has with the Father. Peter is being invited into a deeper relationship with Jesus, so much so that Peter is also being offered the keys to the kingdom and given access to Jesus' authority and power. This had to be an incredible moment for Peter, right? There's this incredible invitation. But only a few verses later, after having taken Jesus aside to suggest that he needed to stop speaking about dying in Jerusalem, how silly that is, Peter is massively challenged. And Jesus says to him, You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Verse 23. So time and time again in the Gospels, we see Jesus functioning as this classic, maybe horse whisperer, if you will, but where he invites his followers into an intimate relationship with him, while also initiating a direct challenge to behaviors he knew were either wrong or unhealthy. He drew his disciples closer, loved them, but also gave them the opportunity to accept the challenge of responsibility that meant in following him. So in verse 24 and 25, it says, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. Verses 24 and 25. So invitation. Invitation is about being invited into a relationship where you have access to a person's life and all the vibrancy, safety, love, and encouragement that resides in that invitation, in that relationship. But for you to learn from places where you see Jesus at work in people's lives after having access to them, after you accept that invitation into their lives, you also have to accept the challenge that comes with it. The challenge to live into your identity as a son or daughter of the king. And so, any healthy tribe is going to have this, this atmosphere of invitation where you are welcomed, you're invited in, you are a part of, you are family, you are a member. But also a challenge that says, We love you so much that we're not going to let you stay as you are. We're going to challenge you. We're going to invite you to change, to grow into the identity that you were given by God. And so, uh, again, the, the temptation in this tribe mentality is that sometimes you can be either too heavy invitation or too heavy of a challenge, right? So if you're too heavy an invitation, it's all it's all beauty and and, and and love and and we want you as you are and you and and maybe you you're afraid to challenge and so you um, just you don't want to rock the boat and so you're heavy heavy invitation or you could be the other way where you're heavy challenge, right? Where you say yeah, come in, but then you immediately jump on them and challenge them. Hey, you need to be better. You need to be better. You, and this is where it becomes overbearing and, and the. And the incredible task of becoming who you are becomes so overwhelming that you don't want to be a part of it. And so for me, I find myself, um, I, it's easy for me to be heavy challenged. Um, the invitation part, I, I do okay at, but 
I'm quicker to challenge, and so I can turn people off that way. And I think that is is where we have to recognize um, our own personal identity or the identity of the tribe, right? Of of are we are we too heavy invitation? Are we too heavy try or uh, challenge? Um, but really, the goal is to be that healthy balance. So, a good tribe is going to have a healthy balance of invitation and challenge. One of the other things, though, that I want to talk to you now about tribe is your role in tribe. Um, you know, a lot we talked in on our Sunday gathering the idea that, um, that sometimes it can be fluff, right? And sometimes um, it could just stay at that surface level. And so how do we do that? Well, we can't force that on anybody. And so we have to focus on what we bring to the tribe. So here are three areas that I want to challenge you in and how you can be a better participant in tribe. And it's really all centers around the idea of intentional conversation, right? That real tribe is uh, and is is something that has this this idea of conversation, not just conversation about the weather or about a sports team or whatever's going on, but really this intentional depth of conversation. And so, how do you promote that? Well, first thing, the first key in in intentional conversation is actually active listening. So many times we go into conversations of what we want to say, we, we want people to hear, when in reality, good intentional conversation begins with listening, hearing where the person's at, hearing what the person's saying, and maybe hearing what the person is saying by not saying it, right? So many times we'll say something, but we we don't know what we're saying be, or we don't know what we mean because it's actually at a deeper level that we haven't even understood. And so if you, as a friend, can actively hear that what they're saying maybe is not what they really mean... And but does that make sense? It's kind of a weird deal, but this idea that, that if I can be not be thinking about what I'm going to say next or what I'm going to convince them of, but I can hear their heart, I can hear their hurt, I can hear their pain, I can hear their questions, even when they don't voice them, you begin to initiate intentional conversation. A second component that you can bring into tribe as a, as an intentional conversational person is is being real, right? This idea of someone has to model what it means to have good conversation. And so you have to be willing to be real, to, to, to model the messiness, really. Because that, that's really what this is all about. This idea that so many times Christians will get together and we want to have this conversation, but we feel like we have to fit this mold or we have to say the right thing or be whatever this person expects us to be. When in reality, life is just crap and, and things have happened wrong and I've said the wrong thing, I've done the wrong thing. And it's not as pretty as it looks on Facebook, whatever it might be. And my Instagram posts are far from who I am, right? And so if you can model what it means to be real, to, to show how you live in the mess, it's going to open the doors for them to share with you their mess as well. So first off is active listening. The second one is being real. And the third thing that you can bring into a tribe is the release of having all the answers. That you have the freedom that you do not have to provide all the answers, right? So many times when we get together as Christians or we want to talk about the Bible or theology or philosophy or life, people will ask us questions. And they ask in a way where they seem to want the answers, right? I mean, we want the answers, but in reality, I think most people really just want to be heard. And so these hard, tough questions, sometimes they're asked, and sometimes we feel responsible for giving an answer. And so we give these answers, but deep in our heart, we know they're not true, or we know that they're just cliche, and they're not really going to help anything. So sometimes the best thing we can do 
is not give an answer or simply say, I don't know, or let's sit with that together, right? Um, it is not your responsibility to have all the answers because we know you don't have the answers for yourself. So how are you going to have the answers for anyone else, right? Um, it's easy for us to point out the flaws of everybody else, but it doesn't mean that we can also give them the answers. <laughs> so uh, you're released from from the guilt of trying to have all the answers. And when you can do that is when you can truly get into just mucking through the, the waters of, of just what is this, you know, what is this question all about? Why are you really asking this question? Let's get to that. And together, maybe we can find an answer or maybe we just sit in it together and know that we have a tribe who wrestles with the same questions that we wrestle with. So, Tribe. Uh, the ultimate goal is to have an atmosphere of a healthy balance of invitation and challenge, and then how we can better be better participants in Tribe is to be active listeners, to be real, and to free ourselves from having all the answers. Last thing I want to give you is um, sometimes when you've gotten to that point where you want to have that intentional conversation, well, what do you do? How do you start those conversations? Well, five questions that I have come, that I use in my bag of tricks, if you will, when I want to have deeper conversations or with, with somebody um, here are some five questions that are great just starter questions for, I think, what dives into just good conversation. So the first one is, what's your story, right? Everyone has a story. doesn't matter who you are. Um, and a lot of people will say, well, I don't really, they'll think they don't have one. But as you dive into it and you're actively listening to it, you can ask questions to where you will hear their story and you will always be amazed at someone's story. There's always something beautiful in someone's story. So the first question you could ask is, what's your what's your story? Another one that was given to me, um, and I don't, it was, you know, I don't forget who did this now, who said this, if I read it in a book, where it was at, but I love the question. I've used it and it, and it works well. It's, if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? And that seems like such a silly question, but you begin to hear in this question, you can hear their, their dreams, their hopes, their wishes. Um, so that's a, that's a great discussion starter. A third question you can ask is, what's your favorite quality about yourself? Now, it might seem awkward again at first, but you know, so many times we're quick to point, point out our flaws. But when you can get somebody to really dive into who they are, Again, you'll you'll get an idea, and them to share that with you. You really get uh, their view of who they are, and you get a better understanding. Because so many times I've I've thought this about a person, but when they tell me what they love about them, and it seems so different in my understanding, it lets me um, see past the curtain, if you will. Um, another question that you can ask someone is, "What's your favorite memory, or what's your favorite story?" And again, it, it frees them up. Sometimes people just are not comfortable talking about themselves. So if you can ask them to share their favorite memory or their favorite story, then they can tell something personal, but it doesn't have to be about themselves. And so that's a great um, question as well, where you get to, to hear a little bit more about them than just their favorite team. And finally, the last question that it, that's always good to ask, um, and it, you, can, you can tailor this question depending upon who you're talking with, right? If you're talking with somebody that is a believer, um, that believes in Jesus or believes in God, um, believes in the divine, you can ask the question, what is what has God been teaching you lately? 
But if you're with a convert, you're with somebody that doesn't believe or you know struggles with the concept of God, you can just simply say, "What are you? What have you learned lately? What have you? What have you been taught lately?" Right? This idea about um, what not just being people who are stagnant, but that we're always people of growth and we're always learning something. Right? And a lot of times, people when you ask them that question, they're like, "Oh, I don't know what I've learned." But then if, when they think about it, they're like they they can start listing things that they have been learning, and it's really you get you literally get to see the light bulb go off in their heads. So that's a great question. So there you go. There's our threadcast for the day. It's kind of a hodgepodge of little thoughts on on uh, on tribe, but I want to kind of give you a few of those things. I hope that they give you something to wrestle with, and I would love to hear if you've got any. Um, questions that are your go-to when you want to dive deeper into conversation with somebody let me hear those as well put them on facebook put them on instagram or uh, you can put them in our in our faith life uh, page as well so hope that gives you something to think about um i hope that you are a great member of a tribe and that you become someone who is balanced in invitation and in challenge have a great great week grace and peace to you